Hi, it's Dave. So Tesla just reported their Q4 delivery numbers. They delivered 405,000 cars in Q4 and produced 439,000. For the year, they delivered 1.31 million cars. That's a 40% growth year over year. Lots of people are disappointed with this number because previous guidance was higher. If you look at the October earnings call, Zach Kierkorn, Tesla CFO said, on the delivery side, we do expect to be just under 50% growth due to an increase in the cars in transit at the end of the year. So what does this just under 50% right, delivery growth mean? I think it means you know, significantly higher than 40%, maybe 45 to 50%. But Tesla delivered a 40%, right, year-over-year delivery growth. And the question is, was it just miscommunicated? Or were there things that Tesla could have done better, right, to manage expectations um, regarding their delivery numbers? Also, to further complicate the situation, during this time in the past few months, we had a big Tesla stock sell-off. You had lots of drama and noise coming from Elon's political tweets and him running Twitter. And then also we have the Fed and a looming recession, right? That Elon is blaming for Tesla stock price. And in this video, I'm not going to describe all of the factors, right? That has led to Tesla stock drop, but I think it's a complicated matter. And I do think that there are a few things and several things that Tesla management could have done better the past few months and could do better in the next several months as well. Now, these aren't just focused on, let's say, stock price or investor sentiment management, but I think um, they are also dealing with communications, right? Communicating what Tesla's role, what Elon's role is with Twitter and with uh, Tesla going forward. All right, before I begin, all my videos are a real-time stream of consciousness. In a few days or a couple of weeks, I might have different thoughts right, on this topic, and I might have learned uh, things that I don't know now. So take all of this with a grain of salt. It's just one person's opinion at right, this time in history, and it's going to change. All right, so what could Tesla management have done better? First, I think they could have given lower delivery guidance in October at their earnings call. Rather than say just under 50% deliveries, they could have said it would be lower than 50%, but we don't have a clear visibility on how much lower. In other words, a vague guidance like that would have been much better than something more specific. Second, they could have lowered guidance in December. The question is, when did Tesla management have visibility on this? And I think it could have been that up until a week or two of the quarter end, they thought that they were going to hit or had a good chance of hitting a 45% delivery target, but just the past couple of weeks, they hit unexpected, let's say, challenges. So it might have been really difficult for them to have lowered guidance, let's say, at the end of December. But the point of lowering guidance is to give the information to all shareholders at the same time so that some people don't have an advantage who learned the information before others, right, through other means. I think, um, yeah, maybe it was uh, difficult for Tesla to do this, but I think that could have been something um, they considered or maybe they already did. All right, third, Elon could have done a 10B51 scheduled stock sale instead of doing his kind of unplanned sudden stock sale that he did in December. Now you can argue that Elon's stock sale um, troubled actually some big institutional investors and had a role in some of Tesla's stock sell-off. I'm not saying that it was 100% completely responsible, but that but rather I'm saying institutional investor sentiment often controls movements right in and out of a stock, which affects the stock price. And Elon selling stock and a lot of stock could have been one factor in shaping institutional sentiment at that time. Fourth, 
Twitter. So Dan Ives had this interesting sentence he said in a recent interview saying, institutional investors don't want to be kept up at night worrying about a company they're invested in. And Elon's Twitter involvement is something that bothers some institutional investors. One angle is you can say it doesn't matter, right? They can sell the stock. Another angle is you can try to communicate with institutional investors at large in regards to what your strategy is with your Twitter involvement so that they can rest well at night. For example, tell investors how many hours a week you're putting in at Twitter versus Tesla specifically so that people still know you're working hard at Tesla. And if you're not able to put in a decent amount of time right in the company, then articulate who you've put in charge and who's handling what. And if you're tweeting politically and it's unsettling to some institutional investors, then explain why you're tweeting politically and how you know it's not having any damage on Tesla's brand. Now, there's a lot more that could have been done with this, but I'll continue on. Fifth, Tesla management could have articulated better what their pricing and margin strategy is. I took Tesla's um, last price increase in 2022 to be more of an inflation hedge. It was meant to clear out their wait list and not to sell cars at an older, lower price that was locked in before inflation. But what Tesla didn't articulate well was what their strategy would be when and if inflation came down. How would they lower prices when and at what criteria? And also what would that do to margin? What is their strategy toward margin, both gross margin and operating margins going forward? Without answering these questions, investors are left to interpreting the recent price cuts as solely demand concerns, but it's much more complex and nuanced than that. And Tesla management, I think, could have done a better job managing that. All right, so hindsight is bliss, right? The past is the past. So what can be done right now? Going forward, number one, I think that Tesla could manage expectations better at their Q1 earnings call. Now you wanna guide low and deliver high, right? Not the other way around. It's called managing expectations. I think they need to do a whole lot of explaining how they are handling the huge drop in car prices overall in the used and the new car markets, how this impacts their pricing, how it impacts their demand and their margins. There are lots and lots of questions I think that need answering. Number two, Elon, I think, should consider setting up a scheduled 10B51 stock sale plan if he wants to sell shares. I know he's committed not to sell shares right for the next couple of years, but even that, to communicate and to vocalize a commitment to do uh, stock sales in the future via a scheduled 10B51 plan would do a lot to help calm investor sentiment. This way, it's much more organized, right? And it is a less of a surprise to investors when Elon does sell stock. Third, Elon should communicate his strategy with Twitter more clearly. Rather than expect people to just trust him, Elon should lay out a few things. Number one, Elon should lay out a clear master plan for Twitter, something that's more than just becoming an X app for all things. Number two, Elon should detail what his role and involvement is going to be in that master plan for how long and what kind of commitment it's going to take on his part. Tesla investors want more clarity on this because it impacts how they're viewing the effectiveness of Tesla management. Number three, he should explain clearly what his strategy and approach is to political issues, and more specifically, how he knows his political tweets are not damaging Tesla's brand. Or better questions, what methods are being used to measure and calculate the impact of Elon's political tweets on Tesla's brand and demand? All right, fourth, the board of directors should help Elon through this. I think Elon, he listens to numbers, he likes polls, he wants concrete evidence. So the board of directors ought to hire, in my opinion, a a few polling companies to do weekly polls on the impact 
that Elon's political tweets and involvement in, on, in Twitter is having on Tesla's brand and the demand for Tesla's vehicles. By doing weekly polls, they can track the impact, if any, that Elon's tweets and Twitter involvement have on Tesla's brand and demand. And who knows? I'm not saying I know what the exact results would be. I don't think anyone does. But I think the board should know this information, and I think they should take proactive efforts to secure that type of information. And they could share this info with Elon so that Elon can see the numbers himself, not just a one-time glimpse, but since they're weekly polls over a long period of time, he could see the trajectory and the trends as well. All right, so Tesla just announced a Tesla Investor Day um, to be held on March 1st, 2023. And hopefully they can share more details on what Tesla's strategy is on new products, on margins, on growth going forward. And they also have their Q1 earnings report and call coming up at the end of January. Anyways, overall, personally, I still have confidence in Tesla's long-term future. I think they have great products. They've got a great business model. The future of FSD and longer-term Optimus still has a lot of potential. I just hope Tesla management can make certain improvements going forward in 2023. All right, see you guys in my next video. Thanks.